Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. They believe they're morally superior and therefore any means necessary or justifiable for their morally superior ends. Right now, we don't have the rule of law in Washington. Whether you're targeted or exempt depends on your ideology. So we, in the past, when there was a, there was a dispute over the archives, the presidential papers, Barack Obama just said, I'm not going to turn them over, the freedom of information. He spent $30 million resisting efforts to do that. George Bush had an executive order and said, you know what, I'm not going to do this. And that was adjudicated. And now we go after a president and go to his house with 30 agents. In the past, when a high official was called for a congressional subpoena, Eric Holder just said, I'm not going. And I'm not turning over any of this fast and furious. The idea that you would put him in shackles or you'd confront him with his family and grab his phone is just ridiculous. But this is what we're doing on ideological basis. And when you start to do that, you don't have a democracy anymore. And I don't think we do. Wait, when Barack Obama was in the exact same position as Trump, except he took millions of documents out of the White House, he cooperated for, no. He said, oh, heck no. And you can't have them. And there was no boot through his door. People don't know that. That Obama was treated totally different than Trump in the exact same situation. So we in the past when... There was, a, there was a dispute over the archives, the presidential papers. Barack Obama just said, I'm not going to turn them over, the freedom of information. He spent $30 million resisting efforts to do that. Bill Clinton did the same, but most people don't know it. Here's Tom Fitton with Judicial Watch, who sued Bill Clinton for those very papers, believing they contained evidence of crimes. They never got them. Here's why. Our understanding the law, you know, we had sued over Bill Clinton having presidential records and a left-wing court in the District of Columbia said, too bad. The president has essentially absolute authority to designate White House records as personal records and do what he wants with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is just weak tea and uh, there's no ready justification for this. And uh, I tell you, uh, if if uh, Republicans go forward with full funding for the FBI and Justice Department after these outrages, uh, you have to wonder what they're there for. Unless you've closely followed the history of Washington, D.C., you don't know how bad this actually is. Take Steve Bannon, for instance. 
He didn't have anything to do with the Trump White House for three years. The two had a big falling out, and they haven't really talked since. Well, the January 6th committee subpoenaed Bannon, and people, officials, have a long history of ignoring congressional subpoenas and of not being arrested for it. Like Terry Eric Holder, when he was attorney general, fast and furious, he was subpoenaed by Congress. He gaffed it off. In fact, the DOJ and the FBI, those would be the entities that arrested Steve Bannon for not showing up to testify under oath after he was subpoenaed, those entities, yeah, both the DOJ and the FBI were issued a total of 36 subpoenas by the Republican-controlled Congress in the first two years of the Trump administration. We could have easily gotten to the bottom of Russia collusion had the FBI and DOJ not gaffed off those subpoenas. We would have much earlier on known they were flat-out lying, but they blew them off. Was anyone arrested? Oh, heck no. Two standards. That's what Victor Davis Hansen is getting at in that clip in the beginning of this podcast. But it's oh so much worse than anybody knows. See, the public thinks this is a Trump thing. This is the chaos around Trump. Trump probably must have, should have, probably did something to deserve this. But they don't understand. The new standard is, if you work for Trump or anyone like Trump that opposes the deep state, we will not only wreck you financially, and Trump can handle it, he's a billionaire. We will wreck financially everyone who has anything to do with you, including your attorneys. At this rate, it's going to be next to impossible for anybody to advise Trump or be a part of his inner circle, even if he should win again. Because here's what the FBI does. They come at you. They find the right Democrat-appointed, liberal-leaning judge, that they give the FBI subpoena power warrants, whatever they need. In the end, nothing happens. Nobody's convicted. Nothing is found or it's found that there was no there there. That's what happened to Trump with the Mueller um, probe, for instance. He was forced to turn over more than a million documents. He still hasn't said what his legal bills were. I can't even imagine. And at the end, after all of that, they concluded, oh, yeah, there's no contact between Trump and Russia. Nope, can't find any. Too bad. They bleed you dry. And the raid? Well, the raid is to discredit you. Your home gets raided by the FBI? You'll never do anything of import again. You become untouchable. They know it. That's why they do it. But most people don't realize how bad it has gotten. And you've got to wonder, say Trump decided not to run for office. Well, you know, DeSantis is going to step up. But can he? How can you afford to be a Republican in office if you challenge the deep state at all and not come out of it completely financially ruined? Take a listen as Tucker Carlson describes how literally everyone around Trump has been raided, is facing a prison sentence, or is being destroyed financially battling one over like really nothing. Or the very same things Hillary Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama did. Eric Holder did. So the purge continued. Over the last 18 months, virtually every significant figure in the orbit around Donald Trump has been swept up by Merrick Garland's Department of Justice. Their homes raided, their personal communications seized and leaked to the media. Some have been arrested and thrown in jail. Donald Trump's lawyers are the primary targets. Today, the DOJ subpoenaed Eric Hirschman. He represented Trump during the first impeachment. Hirschman never worked in the White House counsel's office. The Biden administration is going after him anyway because he gave legal advice to his client, Donald Trump. That used to be allowed, 
people used to be allowed to have lawyers and speak to them privately, but that's not allowed anymore. That's why the CIA seized attorney-client records from Mar-a-Lago. It's also why the DOJ is now directly targeting Trump's most prominent personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. For years, the feds have been going after Giuliani's associates, including a man called George Dixon. Dixon was working on a documentary about Hunter Biden. Last year, the FBI raided his home in California. The feds also broke into Giuliani's own apartment, as well as his office in New York. Then the FBI targeted a Giuliani associate called Igor Fruman because he dug up evidence of misconduct by Joe Biden in Ukraine. They sent Fruman to prison. Then the FBI seized the phone of prominent conservative attorney Victoria Tenzing. She'd worked with Giuliani in 2020 to investigate election fraud. They raided her home. Today, the DOJ announced that Giuliani himself is a target of a federal investigation. Why exactly? Well, because like Tenzing and so many others who were now under investigation or under arrest, Giuliani questioned the 2020 election outcome, in this case, in the state of Georgia. Really, questioning the election outcome in the state of Georgia. Isn't that something Stacey Abrams has made a career of doing? Yes. But Republicans no longer have that right. Not long ago, more than a dozen federal agents swooped in for a pre-dawn raid on former Trump official Jeff Clark. They left him on the street in his underwear for maximum humiliation. Then they seized John Eastman's phone. Eastman was also a Trump attorney. He was approached by six agents at a restaurant in New Mexico while leaving dinner with his wife. They patted him down and forced him to provide facial biometric data to unlock his phone. Then the DOJ tried the same thing with Steve Bannon's lawyer, Bob Costello, trying to force him to surrender his privileged phone and email records. We could go on and on and on. The point is, all of this is illegal. It violates the First Amendment. It violates long-established attorney-client privilege. But it's happening right in front of us. A lot. The FBI shackled former Trump official Peter Navarro as he was boarding a flight at Reagan National Airport. He was handcuffed, denied food and water, refused permission to make a phone call to his lawyer. Then because that wasn't terrifying enough, Biden's FBI went after a sitting congressman, perceived as too close to Trump. His name is Congressman Scott Perry. A day after the Mar-a-Lago raid, the Fed seized Congressman Perry's phone while he was traveling with his family. They could have called his lawyer and set up something. They didn't bother. They just nabbed him in front of his family. And these are just the prominent victims of this crackdown on civil liberties being conducted by the Biden administration. Here's the scariest part of Representative Perry's phone being taken. Do you know who he is? Well, the ostensible reason the FBI is doing this is January 6th. They uh, need to investigate it. Yeah, but do you know who Perry is? Perry is the head of the Freedom Caucus in the House of Representatives. It's a group of freedom-loving, so the FBI can't stand that, freedom-loving conservatives, the most conservative representatives in the House. And on that phone aren't just its personal communications. It's all of their communications. They're strategizing on how to defeat Democrat legislation, but also on how, get this, to rein in the FBI and the DOJ. In fact, do you know who the number two member of the Freedom Caucus is, the deputy chair? The one guy proposing to defund the FBI and rein them in more than any other. It's Jim Jordan. They got it all. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
What you're looking at under the guise of January 6th, oh no, is the beginning of the political persecution of the most conservative Congress members by the FBI. This was, of course, inevitable that the political persecution would be pushed down to Congress. But what's incredible is what has allowed it. The fact that the leadership of the GOP, which now in this order, it always goes with the highest elected leader, Mitch McConnell, John Thune, John Barrasso, Roy Blunt, and Joni Ernst have yet to condemn this raid. Now, Mitch McConnell at first wouldn't comment on it, though he was asked twice and finally said he had questions for the FBI. Joni Ernst took that same tack, but the FBI knows how to read what they say. They said they have questions, but there was no condemnation. Catch it? The FBI didn't miss it. Do you catch Kevin McCarthy? He's the minority leader in the House, the highest ranking Republican. Do you catch his condemnation of the FBI's seizure of Perry's phone? Nope, because he didn't condemn it. Can you believe that? In fact, not a single person in Republican leadership did. So understand how the FBI views that. It is now their right to swoop in and confiscate the phones of Congress members who intend to regulate them out of existence. It's outrageous, but it's a new right, and it's not hard to do. See, the big thing that's changing in our society, aside from the Republican leadership accepting this level of persecution, which will only get worse and worse and worse and worse, it won't won't stop. You can't uh, cooperate with it and think it'll just get better if you cooperate and be reasonable. It it won't stop. The, but the thing about it that is enabling this, and it's a big problem, particularly in D.C., and honestly, I don't know how Republicans are going to go on physically operating in D.C. because D.C. is in the federal D.C. Circuit Court District. So those appointees are liberal judges, And this is happening all over the country. Liberal judges are literally using made-up law and gobbledygook to allow the FBI and the DOJ to do what they want. And the problem in D.C. is if you get tried there and you're a Democrat, you're getting off. You get tried there and you're a Republican, totally convicted. Why? Because the voter registration by party is 90% Democrat. It is impossible to get a fair trial, but it's totally possible to get a warrant or a subpoena for damn near anything you want if you're the FBI. They're doing this all over the country. Right now, they're persecuting. And this, I can't believe this. Rudy Giuliani is the target of a probe in Georgia. By the way, there is an FBI probe of this, of Giuliani, for questioning the results of the election. Now, if you're thinking, wait, is that illegal? Well, no, but if you get the right judge, you could get a warrant or a subpoena for just about any damn near thing, and that's what's going on right now. Um, But even worse, the Fulton County attorney, who totally ignored the video um, of the election workers kicking out the poll watchers, waiting until everyone was gone, then pulling that suitcase full of ballots out and running them through the machines, nothing to see here. Yep, They're running their own probe. They're trying to force Lindsey Graham to testify in it. Um, Rudy Giuliani is the target. They want to prosecute him for questioning the election. And they say making false statements about the election returns. Well, one man's false statement uh, is another man's proof that the election is stolen, especially when that proof is contradicted by election officials who themselves in Georgia have much to gain from saying he's lying. Those lies, supposed lies by Giuliani, 
and the denials by the election officials are being used, I kid you not, as evidence by a grand jury. They forced Giuliani to testify for hours. And you know who they're trying to force to testify? Lindsey Graham. Because he went on TV and all but said the election was stolen. If you're baffled as to how this could be criminal, it's because it's not. But that isn't stopping them. This is absolute tyranny. That's going to force the tearing apart of the country state by state. The only way we survive this is the federal government goes broke and collapses or governors begin to repel federal agents at the state lines. I am not joking. And they're getting ready to do close to that in the state of Florida. This is Ron DeSantis walking right up to that line. And it's what it's going to take long term. This is the first step. Literally repelling FBI agents at the state border or telling them if they operate in the state, they will be arrested and jailed. They haven't set those rules in place yet for FBI agents in Florida. But draft legislation working its way through the legislature, I expect it to be passed because Ron DeSantis backs it, uh, would begin to make it difficult to impossible for the IRS and its new army of 87,000 recruits to operate and terrorize on Florida soil, because that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to be just as political as the FBI. Don't kid yourself. But take a listen to what states can do. This is what this is going to take to stop this. This is Jimmy Petronas, the CFO of the state of Florida, talking about what's coming, what's in that legislation to rein in the IRS, to make it increasingly difficult for them to operate on Florida soil. It's the last step right up to repelling them at the border. And that's what it'll come to. But this is pretty damn close. So we're going to protect Floridians. One, we're going to require all state chartered banks to report any type of IRS engagement. We're going to require licensure of all IRS agents as they enter into the state of Florida. And then there's going to be a fee that will be spun off from that license. That fee will go into a trust fund. That trust fund will then be a civil defense fund or if it needs to be used for suits against the IRS for politically motivated targeting. It's happened. It happened in 2013 when the IRS admittedly targeted Tea Party groups. And then we're going to establish criminal penalties. Look, people are people and they will make decisions based on their own politics. And when somebody crosses the line in the role of their job as IRS agent and it's politically motivated, we will create those criminal penalties to create a deterrent to make sure they do that no more. With the GOP leadership largely out of commission and unwilling to fight, this is what it's going to take. It'll come down to the governors and it'll begin to mean that you know, I'm saying if you're an American and a business owner and you have a history of conservative comments or activism online or you, you just want to run for office as a conservative, you're going to have to live in a free state like Florida. You can't live where they can get you. Either that or we lose the country. Reservations. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 